And I think we've all had those, those times when we just crave for something to drink. We just, just a cold glass of water would taste better than anything else in the world. Maybe those times we've been out working in the sun for too long and we're, we're almost dehydrated from, from lack of fluids. Maybe we've been working out or we've been sick. You know, sometimes when we're sick, the thing that we want more than anything else other than usually bed rest is water, fluids, getting fluids into us so we can get that illness out of us. And so we can understand the Israelites complaining where they're out in a desert. And this isn't like here where we're kind of a, they call it semi-arid, where we've got you know, the rain shadow, shadow from the mountains, where we don't get as much moisture as they do further east, and we definitely don't get as much moisture as they do on the western side of the mountains. This is a desert. This is a place where there is no water. No rivers running through the middle of the desert where the Israelites were at. And so they had a very real concern about how are we going to stay hydrated? How are we going to survive going through this desert to get to the promised land? And of course, we see God responding to their needs, giving them that water from the rock. That all Moses had to do was tap his staff on that rock, and the water flew, flowed out of that rock. This water that came out of that rock points to a greater reality. It was a precursor, an, an image of what was to come later. And of course, what was to come later is what our Lord talks about in our gospel today, of this promise for living water. Now, when, we, when they mention living water in the scripture, they're talking about flowing water. Water that is moving. You know, for example, coming up from a spring, you know, water bubbling up from a spring or flowing in a river like the Missouri out here, that's living water. It's water that's moving. So obviously, non-living water is stagnant water. It's water that's in a pond or a cistern in the case of the gospel where, you know, a cistern is a big hole in the ground where you collect water so that you can then drink it throughout, you know, you collect water during the rainy season so you can drink it throughout the rest of the year. It's stagnant water. You, know, it, it, you can imagine it gets pretty unpleasant after some time. But living water, of course, it moves, it flows, it's fresher. You know, it's more desirable. And so our Lord is promising this living water, but he's not promising an unlimited supply of drinking water. He's not promising to put in indoor plumbing for the Samaritans or something like that. You know, there's something different that he is calling this living water. For us, we don't think about receiving water. We don't think about, a lot of times, where our water comes from. We go to our tap, we turn on our tap, and the water flows. Unless our well pump is broken, or we forgot to pay the water bill. Something like that. And then we realize something's wrong. But we, just, we don't think about where our water comes from. We just, I need water, I need a glass of water, I need to do the dishes, I need to shower. We turn on the water and it comes. We don't have to worry about it. They obviously didn't have that luxury. They had to go to that cistern. They had to go to that well and draw the water out of it and carry it back to their house. And of course, you can imagine, they probably would have to do this several times a day depending on how many members of the family, how much water they need to use, and so on. So this idea of having a living water source would be amazing for them. But what our Lord is talking about is a thirst that's greater than our physical thirst. 
You know, our physical thirst is important, but there's a greater thirst that we have. It's a spiritual thirst. It's a thirst for God. It's a thirst for the Spirit that God sends down upon us, this Holy Spirit. And that is what this living water that our Lord promises to the Samaritan woman is. It's not a physical water source. It is the Holy Spirit. He promises her that he is going to send the Holy Spirit down upon her. And it's funny that she didn't quite get it at first. Our Lord says, I'm going to, you know, if you would ask for it, and I would give you living water. It's like, oh, really? Where's this living water source? Why don't you go ahead and give that to me? I'll take it. You know, glad to take this living water source. She didn't understand it first. But then eventually she does. And it mentions that she had this spiritual thirst that she was trying to fulfill with other people. You know, our Lord asks her to bring her husband, and she says, I don't have one. He said, he said, you're right. You had five of them, and you're living with another man. A sixth potential husband. She was trying to find that fulfillment through other people. And we can do that very easily, that this spiritual thirst that we have we try to fulfill it through other things in other people. It's just like, you know, with our physical thirst, our physical desire for water, that instead of going and getting water, a glass of water, we go get a can of Coke. Or we go get a beer. We go get something that is not as healthy for us, not as good for us. And those things can temporarily quench our thirst, but they don't fulfill the thirst. The thirst is for water. And too much of those things, Coca-Cola or alcohol, can actually make things worse for us instead of better with everything that is in those. Well, with our spiritual thirst, if we look to other things, if we look to earthly things, if we look to other people to fill that thirst, it might temporarily satisfy what we're looking for but it doesn't completely fulfill that spiritual thirst it doesn't completely fill that longing that we have for god and his holy spirit and so we need to turn to our lord and ask that his holy spirit come down upon us as the 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 second reading says the love of god has been poured out into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us. That spiritual thirst is a desire for the love of God given to us through the Holy Spirit. And so if we wish to fulfill that thirst, we turn to the source of that thirst, the source of that living water, our Heavenly Father. This fulfillment will come when we turn to Him and we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives, in and through us, filling us with that love of God, filling us with that fulfillment that we seek. So as we seek this living water, this spiritual living water, may we truly be able to say, as the Samaritan woman did, Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty.